Many of us are now working from home. Some of us for the first time, so we feel cooped up as we've been told to stay at home by our governments all across this country. And maybe our normal escape, the gym, is closed. So things have obviously changed because of COVID-19. So that's the big question. How do you continue to earn your booze during the time of coronavirus? Welcome to the Earn Your Booze podcast, a podcast for drinkers by drinkers. As we know, life is a journey. It's a journey filled with challenges. But these challenges really are designed to help us grow. So we here at Earn Your Booze encourage and embrace the challenges. Now, the key here is we're not just drinkers. We, too, want to achieve and experience the best life. This is a podcast about the journey through the challenges. Now, along the way, we'll get tips on how to earn it from some of the best people in both the industries that we work in and on the planet. Hi, my name is Rob Hunter, the CBO of Earn Your Booze. Today on the Earn Your Booze podcast, we'll talk to the CEO of Earn Your Booze, Justin Cross, about how he's been earning his booze while he's been confined to his house. As Justin tried out, First form CEO Andy Frisella's 75 hard challenge. Now, this is not just a mere mortal challenge. And Justin started this challenge just as coronavirus was starting to spread throughout the country. Let's go. What's going on, Justin? How you, uh, how you holding up being cooped up at home? What's up, Rob? Uh, you know, I'm looking forward to the gyms opening again, I can tell you that. But I'm doing all right. <laughs> Well, so that brings up a big question, because as this was all starting, it was before we had the stay-at-home order in the state of Arizona in which we live, you had decided you were going to do 75 hard days. So first of all, explain what 75 hard is and why the hell it's so hard. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. 75 hard is a program that Andy Pixella came up with, and it's basically 75 days of not just physical, but mental toughness. And it's uh, teaching yourself that you can push yourself harder ment- mentally and physically. So it's a couple couple things that might sound crazy at first, but um, as you get into it, you honestly become a little addicted to it. So you have to do two 45-minute workouts every day, and one of them has to be outside no matter what is happening outside with the weather, whether it's snowy or 100 degrees or raining or hailing or whatever. That's the whole point of it is you're getting out there and weathering those elements no matter what for one of your two workouts a day. I was going to say, luckily yeah. we live in sunshine, so most of the time <laughs> that helps. However, if you get to the point where it's 108 degrees out, that cha- that's a challenge. Yeah, it really is, you know, and um, it, it's actually kind of fun, though. Once you get used to it, I, I was out running, uh, I think it was maybe two weeks ago now, in the rain, like a couple days in a row, and I actually started to like it because it was so weird and it did suck, but you get done with it and you're like, that was awesome. Why would I ever run in a normal time when it's easy? It was cool getting through that extra bit of a, a challenge, you know? Yeah. Well, speaking of challenge, so what have you noticed as you're going through this? Not just running in the rain, but now you have to schedule two workouts a day, 45 minutes. So that's 90 minutes plus prep work plus downtime. So you're talking two hours plus of your day you have to sort of segment to work out. Right. So that's a challenge in and of itself. <laughs> and you know, uh, what else on top of that have you noticed going through this as you're still trying to earn your booze while you're stuck at home? Well, the scheduling for sure. I mean, the fact that we are stuck at home, it's actually a little bit easier because there's no travel time to and from the gym or whatever. I mean, you're, you're working out here or running out the front door. So that part's a little bit easier, but still, um, you know, if you're not doing the workouts back to back, if you are going to do them, you know, say one morning, one afternoon or something, 
you know, scheduling them is really uh, super important because it's very easy to just, you know, let the day get away from you. And, oh, now the sun's going down. Maybe that's a deterrent for some people. They don't want to go work out outside when it's dark for whatever reason. Who knows? Maybe they're scared of the dark or it's whatever. <laughs> so you really have to make sure that you really understand. <laughs> got to make sure that you understand your day and how you're spending every minute. If you're looking to get two different workouts in, um, and especially if one's outside, you know. So I've actually been faced a couple of times knowing that there was a storm coming in. I was faced with the decision, do I want to go outside now with the good weather? and then do my second workout inside later? Or do I purposely want to wait so I have to go outside when there's possibly a storm coming, you know? So it's uh, that's kind of interesting. But, um, you know, think, if you think about it, you know, a lot of people uh, go to the gym, they do maybe an hour class, or if you're lifting weights, that's easily over an hour a lot of the times, right? Hour and a half, plus some travel time. Uh, maybe you stop and talk to somebody before or after the gym. So two hours is actually probably about the norm, I would think, for like a life cycle of how long it takes to go to the gym and get back home. So it doesn't actually seem like any extra time working out. On the surface, it might look like it is, but especially now when you're stuck at home, it's actually kind of easy. 45 minutes goes by like that, you know. Go out back and I hop on the bike or I run through one of Alan's, uh, you know, earn your booze at 45 style workouts and it's over before you know it. And you're like, it could keep going. So maybe I'll just do my other 45 one right now, or maybe I'll just wait and start again, you know? Now, speaking of Alan's F45 Earn Your Booze style workouts, while we're here on the Earn Your Booze podcast, Justin Cross, CEO of Earn Your Booze, tell me about those before we get back into the 75-day challenge, because I know there's more elements than just working out twice a day. But tell me about these Alan workouts, and how do we find them? Yeah, so Alan is, uh, you know, one of our business partners, and he's a uh, Ernie Booze athlete and director of fitness for Ernie Booze, and he has all sorts of experience. He's been doing group fitness and personal training, you know, I mean, for a very long time, well over 10 years. Um, he's a little bit younger than us, so I forget exactly how long, but he's been doing it a long time. Um, but anyway, he has experience uh, at Orange Theory. He's now the uh, managing partner at an F45 studio, so... Um, he's built like a gazelle. I mean, he's in great shape, lots of muscle. He's vegan, which doesn't, I don't understand how that really works, but <laughs> anyways, he puts together some of, he puts together the best body weight, uh, workouts. Um, he's really good at motivating you. He's very clear, very concise. Every time that he writes a workout for Ernie Booze, uh, he always sends it over to me just, uh, you know, for us to kind of talk about, collaborate on and, you know, and check out. And from the very first time that he did that, I was blown away. He has a broken down by the second and he pretty much memorizes every one so even though there's maybe three rounds with uh you know three movements in it all with different timing and all you know water breaks and everything he will actually run through that before the workout himself and then teach it and do the workout again so he's uh he's awesome he's he's really good he's Mm -hmm. he's very well spoken he's very clear uh, to understand what he's doing and even if he's got some crazy new uh movement that you don't even know what the hell he just called it, you know, like, you know, Malagro mountain climbers or something. Um, he demonstrates everything very well. So um, that's something that we're going to be launching on Monday, actually, Malagro Mondays. We're going to be launching a weekly workout, a weekly Malagro tequila cocktail, and a tutorial video on our Instagram and Facebook every Monday now, starting this coming Monday. And we're also going live on a platform called Twitch, which is normally like a gamer app. But uh, basically, you can go on there. We're doing a 40-minute workout Wednesday and Friday, followed by like a fit 
uh, cocktail made by some of the best bartenders around the country. So it kind of feels like a food network type thing. And the greatest thing about it, Rob, is probably that you can put it up on your big screen TV. So there's so much like at home workout going on right now, but it's, it's all this. Yeah. Well, it's like, okay, if I'm going to follow along on most of the platforms, it's okay. Let me put my little phone up here and, you know, and it's, and it's a five inch screen. Right. Well, with us on Twitch, you can throw it up on your 60 or your 80 inch TV or whatever you got your surround sound system. And there you are in the living room or wherever you have a TV and it's, it's uh, working out really well for us. Well, that's one of the biggest interruptions that we've all had is being forced to stay at home. So all of us that, that know about earn your booze that try to earn our booze. Cause we know, look, life hasn't changed. We still want to drink. We still want to, for me, it's, it's beer. I drink a lot of local craft beer made right here in the state of Arizona and elsewhere, but I also like whiskey. But I know because I drink that, I got to stay in shape. Yeah. And it's it's challenging for me because I know I can go out and run. So today I went out and I, I, I ran. And I've been doing that a lot. And I have some old school beach body videos that I've been busting out. But it's nice to have the other options to yeah. break break it up. So to be able to use Twitch and, and get Alan like it would be if you were at a live on your booze event right there in your living room or bedroom or wherever you're going to work out. It's just so fantastic and that's kind of one of those adjustments that we all kind of have in common right now is how am I really going to earn my booze mm-hmm. while I'm doing this and that definitely one of the ways that we here are trying to adapt to this at least modern era we don't know how long it's going to go on for but we're prepared for it we're ready for it for <clears throat> you right. of course mm-hmm. yeah, I think there's a great opportunity right now because a lot of us get stuck in our routines and we get stuck in our ways right even if it was a good routine of maybe, you know, doing weightlifting and training a couple days a week or weightlifting and yoga, let's say, that, that could be great, could be working for you. But we are almost all now forced to adapt and try something else. And I think a lot of people are going to experience some positive change with their bodies because your body does can adapt to a routine you stick it in. So if you're used to going to, you know, uh, LA fitness at this time of day on these days and you do uh, yoga two days a week that can start to get easy but you keep doing it because that's your routine well now I'm forced to go out back and pull out those rusty weights you had in the garage or in the shed (laughs) or now you have to go run the neighborhood or whatever like your body is actually in my opinion probably like thank you like I was looking for a change you know like I want to do something different and I think people are going to be surprised if they're working, if they actually, you know, if you're not sitting on the, if you're sitting on the couch eating donuts, I mean, you're going to have a different kind of change. But if you're still getting after it during this uh, quarantine time, I think a lot of people, myself included, are like, oh, this is probably what I actually needed. I needed to bust out of what was the norm for me and do these other things, even though right now I'm kind of, frankly, bored with a lot of my equipment in the backyard. But it's, it's different and it feels good. And I know when I get back into whatever my next new routine is going to be with the gym. I know I'm actually going to be in an, at an advantage now because I have been building these different muscles, been building endurance, been building these things that uh, I was not getting with my pr- former routine. And are you getting creative? Because one of the things I like about going to an Orange Theory Fitness or an F45 Fitness is they plan the workout for me. So that's the benefit of that. That's why you pay yeah. the extra money. So you have to create now that you're stuck at home, Justin, the workouts on your own. So that, to go back to the 75-day challenge, is another part of the mental challenge of that. Is that like, okay, so what do I have to do? What do I have to plan? What did I do yesterday? What groups of of muscles did I work out yesterday? Has that been challenging or boring so far? 
I mean, it's definitely been challenging because, you know, I have limited equipment, but thankfully I do have a decent amount of stuff. I have a pull-up rig. I have some beer kegs that I have a little bit of water in, you know, to do some overhead type stuff. I have an old Schwinn bike to pedal on. I have some dumbbells and, you know, some stuff like that. Um, but yeah, um, I just realized today I'm starting to get uh, a little almost like irritated and bored because I'm getting just really good again at things like, for example, push-ups. Like I can knock out a hundred push-ups straight now. So if I'm trying to train my chest, I'm thinking of ways trying to add weight to my back, you know, without it being, you know, I don't know, super cumbersome or whatever, but it's getting a little boring. I was doing push-ups earlier and I was just like, God, come on, get tired, you know? Um, <laughs> so I just want weight, you know, that's, that's not, that's not a brag at all, but it's really just a, it's an interesting problem that, you know, like I was saying before, you get used to a routine. I'm starting to really get used to these lighter weights and these workout options that I have in my house now. And so now I'm looking, okay, now I'm looking for something else. I'm always trying to adapt and try to do something different. But uh, one thing that's nice about that's also coming out of this, I think, is a lot of people worry about overtraining. And I think this is a good opportunity to see really what is overtraining for you because a lot of people, you know, if you're stuck on like a chest day, arm day, leg day, back day, shoulder day routine, you're only training those muscles like one day a week. Well, now if you're doing push-ups every day or every other day, normally you might have thought you were overtraining, but you might realize, oh, wait, no, I actually can do this. This is, this is fine. Maybe I should be training harder when I get back into my gym. Yeah. You know, maybe it, I should be doing chest three days a week now. You know? Yeah, and that's see, and that's an interesting way to look at it. But you can only discover that by going through the process and going through the motions. So that you know, there are lessons that's to right. learn in any challenge, and obviously you're learning them. So aside from the workouts, the 75 day hard challenge brought to us by Andy Frisella, what else is part of this challenge? I mean, it's already challenging enough to me. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good with one workout a day, maybe 30 minutes, maybe I'll go run for an hour, <laughs> hour 10 or whatever, then I'm done. So. You're doubling up the workouts and doing what? Well, a handful of other things. And I'll rattle them off real quick and we can talk about whatever one you want. But one of them is you have to read 10 pages from a book every single day. Audio books do not count. It has to be a physical book. So I'm on my third book right now and I got uh, two more lined up after this one. That's every day you have to do that. You have to take a selfie every day and it doesn't have to be shared, but you take it and you, I have a folder in my phone, 75 hard, I take it, throw it right into that folder and it's so afterwards you can see your physical progression right mm -hmm. um so it's that um and then it's also i got the thing up here right now you follow basically any diet like it, you don't have to be prescribed any certain diet but pick a diet and stick with it the whole time right um and then there's another thing that i think you're going to find really interesting is no alcohol <gasps> no booze <gasps> um you know so beer and all that but um Let's see what else. Oh, yeah. Also, drink a gallon of water a day, which is not a problem for me. I drink over a gallon of water anyway. I just always have. I used to have them when I was an engineer at Lockheed. Um, I'd have all my, my Lockheed stuff on there. And in red letters at the bottom, everything else is black and white. It would say, hydrate or die. <laughs> which is always there. So people come to my desk to ask about the status of a jet or a weapon check or something. And they hydrate or die, huh? And I was like, I loved it because, like, yeah. Go get where's your water bottle? You're gonna be here for 30 minutes. Go get some water, come then they come sit down. You nice, know? so you gotta drink a gallon of water a day, too. Okay, so we check that off. That you just fill up a gallon or know that your water bottle is 32 ounces and you need to drink so much of that 
per day. So let's yeah. go back to the reading part because that's for it's never more than an arm length away. Yeah, see, exactly right. Mine is a little bit more than arm length away, so I can't quite reach it at the moment. But let's go back to the reading part because yeah. I noticed on your Instagram page that you started reading Common Sense, which is old school book like you know yeah. Thomas Paine. You know, and this was a foundational thought process when this country was founded. And if you check out the video that we're doing of right. this podcast as well, you notice Justin, who served in the U.S. Navy, has an American flag right behind him. This is a patriotic human being right here. So what what did what drew you to common sense, and and what did you take out of that? It's actually a book I had for a long time. Um, I probably owned that book for shit. I don't know, six or seven years probably, but I never uh, never gave it a real shot at reading it i always knew i wanted to read it um i'm a i don't want to say i'm obsessed but kind of i'm like kind of obsessed with like american military history and like this i just love you know understanding what the world was like or trying to understand at least 200 300 years ago it's very interesting to me so it's a book i've had i've wanted to read for a long time and this is like the perfect example uh the first book i read was uh how to get shit done by sean whalen mm. and then common sense from thomas Paine was my second one and like you said, that book was uh, created in 1776. And just hearing what he's talking about in there about, you know, the morality of having a king ruling over people and whether or not, um, you know, having a king led to more or less civil wars and what the propaganda was that came those days and what people had gone through. People were literally being murdered by the government had their lands burned and taken from them, were being taxed to death, starved. Like, they were going through some insane stuff. So it was just very interesting to hear his, his points of, like, in his opinion, it was like, this is the only time in history where we should be breaking away from England. This is not the time to try to make amends um, for a lot of reasons, too. Like, if we wait 50 years, all these colonies we have now, it's going to be harder to get everybody on board to fight as one unit against where we just came from. So there's so many reasons and so much insight into what was going on at that time that now what really blew my mind was seeing how many things he was talking about in 1776 apply to today. It's nuts. It was like, there's so many things in that book that could just be extrapolated and pumped out right now into an article that people should read and consider. And it's like, how is that possible? 200 and what, what is it, 40-something years ago? Yeah. ridiculous. Well, and that's it, one of the credited parts about that book is how timely yet timeless it actually is because of the concepts of freedom that are in it and, and the power of a government over you. And obviously one of the instrumental books in the right. American Revolution that sort of tied right into is obviously after the Lexington and Concord shootings in 1775 – but it was right, probably written right around that time and then published everybody that next year when obviously things moved a little bit slower right. than they did now. So yeah, it's actually, it's incredible. And it's actually a little difficult to, to read, you know, some of that, that really old English and, you know, like <laughs> I was laughing actually sometimes because I would reread a sentence a few times and I'd be like, wait a minute, you could have said this in today's words in like four words, <laughs> you know, but you go, but it takes like, you know, like a run on sentence of this long to say that, you know, the only option was to succeed right now, mm -hmm. you know, but he, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's interesting. So 
it definitely uh it's not a big book i think it was only 65 68 pages of actual content without the preface um but it took me a good amount of time to read it because i would make sure i would go outside in the morning with coffee with no distractions no kids no music nothing because i'm telling you it was one of those things where you understand the words maybe not every word because there were some words in there i had to look up like what is this what is this i've never seen this before Mm -hmm. you know but um it was so interesting, and I wanted to try to put my mind as close as I could to, you know, his mind to really understand what he was talking. It took a while to read, but it's a pretty quick, easy read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So compare that to the the other book you read, How to Get Shit Done by Sean Whalen, because essentially one is a sort of a, a look at people as a whole and what they need to be free – and how a government body should rule them. And then Sean Whalen's book is obviously a, a motivational right. book as far as how we need to be as people, as businesses, etc. Yeah, exactly. And so this book is, uh, I read this one um, probably about a, a year ago, right after it came out. I don't know if it's been a year, but pretty close to that, I think. Um, and it was really interesting because, here's a good contrast, actually. This book, you know, they're, they're both pretty small books. You know, they're not... They're not novels or anything, but, you know, this one, very long, you know, difficult to understand, you know, like, oh my gosh, like, let me really figure this out. Sean's, on the other hand, is big font, lots of cuss words, you know, (laughs) like, right to the point, and it's just like us talking, you know what I mean? Like, so he has a thing called Core 4, okay, and it's something, four things you do every day, and it's power, passion, purpose, and production. Okay, so he basically breaks that down. But the way he gets into that is he writes it right here. So what the hell is core for? You know, so it's just a totally different book uh, as opposed to that one, of course. But um, what's great about this is, you know, Sean talks about his story. And like now the guy's uh, is very successful. He's got he flipped out, I think, probably 4,000 properties or so. Um, he has all sorts of businesses. He does business consulting. Um He's he's got a he's got like over 600 million views I think on his social media platforms. He's just a really really smart influential guy. But in here he talks about how he really didn't start to become this man that wrote this until he was at his wit's end with a gun in his mouth in a hotel room. Wow. Like and went through his story on how he made uh, you know a company that was producing like 10 million 10 million dollars I believe a year. Lost it all. Lost his wife, lost his business, lost everything, and was close to ending his own life. Um, but, you know, he talks here how he basically turned that around and is now, you know, uh, able to help people from his position of um, having and then losing and then building and having again and now being able to teach and help. So it's, it's a very, uh, it's a great book. Really easy to, to, to read. I think everyone I know should read this for sure. Well, and the lessons too of of being at the the end and then being re, rebuilding. I mean, you have the tattoo on your arm that we can see on the video portion of this. That's a phoenix, right? That's the definition of what a phoenix is. It rises yeah. from the ashes and becomes new. And and that's yep. I, I, the stories like that. If if yeah, right. someone can overcome that, you can overcome whatever it is that the obstacle might be in your way as well. Yeah, hundred percent, and that's that's the thing. You know, he's a, you know, some people will build a business and whatever level it gets to, let's say it, you know, makes a million dollars maybe, and if they lose it, unfortunately, there's some people that end their life over that. 
you know, he built a business that was, you know, much bigger than that, almost ended his life, but didn't, you know, and so he's been through a lot of struggles, including divorce and, you know, all sorts of crazy things that a lot of people use as a reason to kind of end everything that's going on. Um, but I don't want you to get the impression it's a morbid book. It's not. This is a book that's about kicking you in the ass. It's called How to Make Shit Happen, you know, so. That, that is how the story begins, and he's upfront about it. He doesn't shy away from it. But this book really is, it'll put a lot of things in perspective. You know, what are you doing with your body, with your relationships, with your business? Um, and it's, uh, everyone should read it. You can read it in a day if you wanted to. Yeah, I, those are the best kinds, too, that motivate you. You get the lessons quickly because sometimes you get those big, long yeah. books, and you're like, oh, it's just, it does the opposite to, you know, yeah. you need to read it, but somehow you always find other things to do. That one, boom, let's get right to it. Right. So that's good. So now you can yep. see the challenge of reading 10 pages a day and what you're picking up from those 10 pages a day to go with your two workouts a day, which is a, right. a challenge of the schedule. You got to get creative, especially since many of us are stuck working at home. So let's talk about the no booze part, because obviously you're the CEO of Earn Your Booze, Justin Cross. So what kind of mental challenge has that been? Uh, it's a great question, and I'm, it's a bummer you asked it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I did, uh, I did dry January uh, last year. It was, it was, it was kind of tricky, you know, but I, but I got through it, and it was, it was great. We, uh, the wife and I went out and celebrated the day that it ended, you know, the day after it ended, and it was cool. So this is much longer than just January. This is 75 days. It's essentially – you know, like two and a half months, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, I'll be totally honest. Like, um, I have not, I technically have failed 75 hard because I've drank a few times. Um, and so that's actually messed with me a little bit because I want to complete 75 hard as prescribed. Like that was actually my intention starting this. And I don't even really want to try to come up with an excuse as to why I decided one day to have two beers, right? A, a handful of reasons. But what I've really learned um, out of this thing is that these things that are in 75 hard, that's actually how I want to live and run my life now. I want to read every day. I want to continue to drink a gallon a day. I want to eat as clean as possible. And I actually really like the two workouts, especially if it's like a strength base and then an other, like a yoga or a cardio or something. I feel great. I really, really like it. Um, and then the selfie is fine, too. I think that's good for tracking. And it, it, it's funny. Even taking one freaking selfie, you take your shirt off, you get in the camera, even if you're feeling amazing that day, you see and you're like, maybe I'm not where I want to be right now. And it, it, it does something. And it makes you second guess. Maybe I shouldn't have that blueberry muffin from Costco tonight. Maybe I shouldn't go out and drink tonight. Or maybe I'm just going to have – maybe I'm going to switch over and have uh, – you know, like uh, a gin and tonic instead of my growler of double IPA. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's different for everybody, but it's interesting. The things on that list you can tell are very intentional and they all do something to you mentally. So the booze thing for me is uh, where earn your booze comes in. All those other things that are on the list, the workouts and everything else I just talked about, that's how I'm earning it. So I am, um, you know, honestly, I have been cutting back on my on how much I'm consuming of alcohol, but I'm not worried about having a couple of drinks on a day because I know I'm definitely earning it at a level that's much higher than I ever have before and much higher than, than most 
most people even, but it's, it's really about me, right? Yeah. I know that if I go outside and I just get a little pump on arms or whatever, that's not really earning anything. But if I'm out there working my ass off and I'm sweating and I have to come inside and take a shower and I've eaten good and I've drank my water and I've taken, taken my progress picture, I'm, I've read my book, to me it's like, okay, now I have the option Am I going to booze or not? Am I going to have some drinks or not? You know, so that's, it's, it's interesting. So I don't want to say that, like if Andy Purcell asked me if I'm doing 75 hard, I tell him I fail. Technically I have. I'm not, I haven't lived up to that thing every day. I'm supposed to start over, right? But what I'm doing now is I'm basically running that every day in my life and incorporating the booze in one when, when I want it, when there's a reason to. And that's so probably. Maybe that's not the right way to do it. There's probably going to be a day in my life where I do do a full 75 hard. Um, but at this stage, you know, like I really do believe in our message with earn your booze that you can treat alcohol as a reward and you can work hard as fuck and you can earn some good drinks. So I've basically incorporated the two right now into my own personal life. And that's kind of the point I think of, of it is right. It's you test your boundaries and 75 hard sets hard boundaries mm-hmm. and that's not for everybody. You gave it a shot. I wouldn't even give it a shot because I'm like, I don't want those boundaries. Now, what can I learn from you doing it is is kind of the important lesson. And that, I think, is mm-hmm. what we're trying to get to today on the Earn Your Booze podcast, which, by the way, if you want to follow us on Instagram, if you haven't already, just go to at Earn Your Booze. And we've got all kinds of interesting things up there for you on just some dope pictures, some workout techniques. There's all kinds of stuff there. So, again, that is on Instagram, at Earn Your Booze. The website is earnyourbooze.com. Check that out. Get yourself a shirt if you don't have one yet. So you've found your boundaries, essentially, and saying, okay, where I'm at on April 2020 in the middle of a COVID-19 stay-at-home order, um, we're doing the two workouts a day, which you've been doing for at least, what, three weeks now, if, I, if I'm if i tracking you know, when yeah. we record this. Yep. So you do that. Yeah, you're we- still reading. You're eating on a particular eating plan. I don't even like to call them diets, like paleo diet. Because if you think about them as an eating plan, diet just sounds like it's temporary. Whereas a plan, but you've stuck to that. So the fact that you've stuck to most of this and you've changed your habits, I'm pretty sure that that, those are three major wins right there. So that's what you focus on rather than focus on, well, I I had a a couple beers the other day. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, this is going to be something that I've learned for me, like I used to read a lot and this has got me back into reading huge win for me. Right. And, uh, in doing the, the, the other workouts has really become, like I said, addicted to working out outside, which before I kind of would shy away from. So there's a lot of good things that have come out of it for sure. And that's, that's the point. And that's kind of where I think the earn your booze mentality comes in that we try to preach here is it's, it's not, the workout part is obviously a huge part of it because if, if you are going to drink and, and I do, I like to, I don't want to stop doing that. I know I have to, you know, physically earn it, but the mindset is not just about earning the booze. It is about earning life and every element of life. And whether that's booze, whether that's donuts or tacos, which by the way, we have those for you as well. Earn your donuts, earn your tacos. But it's about earning the mentality to push yourself further than you have before. That's right. And it's actually perfect timing um, with this quarantine right now to work on yourself. You know, work on things that maybe 
you've always wanted to do, even if it's something as simple as picking up a book every day, you know, but use this, uh, use this time as a way to, to double down on the things that, uh, you know, help you personally, maybe help your business, help your family, all that. And, um, you know, and don't let all the, all the negative or the shitty, you know, tendencies you might have take over. Cause it's very easy during this time to, you know, to justify watching Netflix too often, eating shitty food, drinking a ton of alcohol. There's nothing else to do. I mean, I could justify just about anything right now, mm-hmm. you know, but, um, I really do believe it's going to be, it's going to be those people that go the other direction to work on improving themselves during this time that are really going to succeed as we get back to whatever the new normal is going to be. Yeah. And I think that when you add a level of mental toughness, because all of us have had to adjust our lives in, in ways which we didn't even have to, it just, we were told to. So for example, here in Arizona, like many other states, right. restaurants, bars, breweries, places we all like to go and hang out, they're closed for dine-in service. So you had to adjust to that as many of us do that, you know, at least once or twice a week. Grocery stores are weird when you go into. There has yeah. I haven't seen toilet paper on the shelf, Justin, in over a month. Every time I go in the store, there's nothing there. People are wearing masks in public. So you have all of these adjustments, and let alone many people have shifted to working from home. Many people are furloughed from their jobs. So these adjustments are all very trying mentally. So that's where you have to find your grit, your your earn it mentality, because that will be if you can handle this, what we're going through right now, you can handle anything that came your way. Going back to Sean Whalen's book, How to Make Shit Happen. You talk about how his book starts. Well, perhaps this is where our books start. And if you want to teach the lessons that we're gonna learn right. to become mentally tough now while we're earning it, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one of my favorite quotes is Tom C's never made a skilled sailor. If you think about that, there's never been a skilled sailor that was made out of fair weather. Just if it was easy to put the boat in the water and you sailed around and had no issues, what did you really learn? Nothing. You learned maybe how to, you know, how to raise the mast and, you know, just basic shit. That's it. But if you have a different experience and you go out there and you learn how to get through hurricanes and your boat sinks twice and you, you know, and you figure out how to survive in the water. Um, and then you get back on a new crew and, you know, and just go through all these hardships. That's where, you know, what times like this that are difficult are great because like you said, you make it through this, especially if you can make it through stronger. I mean, come on, everything else is going to be so much easier and seem so much easier because you already made it through these really difficult times. Now it's, if we're back to the new normal, whatever. Exactly. I mean, who cares if your if your boyfriend breaks up with you? I mean, it's okay. Well, yeah, I just went through three months of quarantine without a job, and you know, I fought with depression, and I figured out how to take care of myself that whole time. We come out of this, and it's like, okay, cool. We're on easy street. Every challenge is an opportunity, and there's certainly one right now. So we heard Ernie Booze encourage you to reach out to yeah. us. We've uh, got some resources, some some things going on. They want you to keep track of because they will definitely help you. And when you rock your shirts and your gear, your hats, it's showing the world what your mentality is. And I think that that's, at least from my standpoint, as the CBO, when I see it, I'm like, that's a mentally tough person. That's a person who understands what earning it, not just your booze is, but you understand you got to earn the rewards of life. Yeah, exactly. And especially like booze, if you think about it, let's say most people – and maybe everybody watching this 
drink at some point, right? Or most of, most of the people do, right? Um, acknowledging that the booze portion, the fun portion, is not necessarily healthy or, a, you know, the best lifestyle choice. Acknowledging that takes some balls, mm-hmm. right? But then you're pushing back and saying, I understand that it's not the healthiest thing, but I'm taking measures to take care of myself to earn it. So it really is like a big badge of confidence and a big badge of like, yeah, I like to have a good time, but I'm also being responsible and taking care of myself. And, you know, whether I'm in an airport or a bar or a gym or wherever, when someone sees the shirt, if they, you know, it's fun, fun to see what the different reactions are. If someone asks about it and I tell them, they're like, oh, that's great. That's what I do with my life anyway. You know, like whether you're in insurance sales or construction or a personal trainer or whatever, people that like to drink and like to work out are in a sense earning their booze. That's what they're doing. They're trying to look good. So when they go to the bar to buy drinks for girls, it all works, you know? So it's, 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 it's a, it's a, it's a lifestyle and a mentality that I think so many people can, are, you know, are getting behind and they get it, you know, they're like, Oh, that's what I was doing anyway. Of course I want that shirt, but it's more than just a shirt. It's like, it, it gives more of an intention. Like, I'm now working out because I know I want to have Grimaldi's pizza and Goldwater beer tonight, you know? And like, so I'm, you know what, maybe I'm not going to skip that cardio because yeah, it's Saturday and I got plans to do all you can eat sushi, you know? So it it just kind of evolves into that whole, you don't want to skimp on taking care of yourself because it almost makes everything else taste and feel better. It does. And you're letting yourself live and acknowledging that, Sometimes that Grimaldi's pizza tastes really, really good. We're not talking about eating it every single day, but we're talking about right. making sure you take the time and appreciation to, I'm going to try this Basil Hayden whiskey because I've heard so much about it. Or I'm going to eat that yeah. that thing that, I'm going to go to New Orleans once in my life and I'm going to eat some etouffee or I'm going to have some fatty food because you're prepared for it because you don't want to miss out on that part of life either so long as you do it in, in some right. moderation. Yeah, and that's when you, know, you might have a friend that looks at you like, oh, you're, you're getting dessert? You're getting two desserts? And you're like, well, yeah. If you have any clue what I went through this last week, you know, not like it's a punishment, but it's just like, you know, I've, I've spent a lot of time working on myself, taking care of myself. This is my reward. And, like, that might even trigger someone to be like, oh, then why am I getting dessert? I didn't do shit this week, you know? Like, maybe I should start taking care of myself, you know? Exactly, exactly. I'll leave it right there. His name is Justin Cross. You can check us out at Earn Your Booze on Instagram, earnyourbooze.com. He is the CEO and the founder of Earn Your Booze. And, of course, if you're watching this on video, this is our podcast. You can subscribe to it on iTunes. I guess it's Apple Podcasts now, Google Podcasts. We've also up on Spotify and iHeartRadio. Any final words for us, Justin? Hey, everyone out there, just take care of yourself. Hope everyone's doing well. And, of course, if you are drinking and you are eating donuts and all that fun quarantine type food just earn it get out there and move it doesn't matter what you do do yoga go run around the block jump online with us do some sort of bodyweight workout whatever it is get your body moving and earn those drinks and that good food any questions that you need hit us up on our instagram page easiest way to find us we'll get you some answers till next time my name is rob hunter the cbo of earn your booze with justin cross the ceo of earn your booze back with you real soon